say fit? Can you say healthy? Can you say happy? Podcast. <laughs> Can you say fit, healthy, happy podcast? <laughs> Real quick before we jump into today's episode, if you're looking to grow your glutes, take off unwanted fat, and really just build an impressive hourglass physique, we're running a special case study. We're looking for four people who are wanting to just level up their glute gain. Like I said, lose that unwanted fat and do it in a healthy and sustainable way where you can still enjoy all of your favorite foods, have no restrictions, and really just level up every component of your journey one-on-one with our online coaching. If this interests you, please DM us on Instagram with the keyword glute gains. Keyword is once again, glute gains to Instagram at ColossusFit, C-O-L-O-S-S-U-S-F-I-T. And we really look forward to helping you blow up those glutes see more progress now we're going to go ahead and jump into the episode what is up everyone welcome to the fit healthy and as always most of all happy podcast i'm your coach and host josh here with his co-host and co-coach kg and i'm on the microphone and this is motivation monday me and kyle have really been racking our heads just about all of our social media obviously having more access as i mentioned last week to each other and to really have some great brainstorming sessions we're really making a conscious effort we missed a few days but before we head out to the gym to have a little social media meeting saying how can we make really actionable content that will help people get further to their goals and we actually spent some time brainstorming like what is our mission with our media and one big thing we really realized is that our mission is to empower individuals just like you to make positive changes improve your well-being and live your life to the fullest and we really were just taken back by that concept of helping people live their life to the fullest because when we started it it was about helping people become fitter and healthier and as we progress on our fitness and health journey, we realize how that transcends so much past just the aesthetic, how you look, but it really allows you just to do so much more, to have more energy in the day, to be a happier person, to be able to play with your kids more, to be able to do activities that perhaps you previously weren't able to do, but to have no capacities or limitations on how you navigate life because you know you're working towards your goals. And that really made us think that this podcast, every podcast should revolve around that. And then we have really actionable, important information to make that happen. So we're continuing to workshop, expect a lot of involvement or not involvements, a lot of evolution for this podcast, a lot of improvements in the coming weeks, because we're really excited just to make this the best it can be to kind of perhaps jump into a second season of this podcast and to really build on the incredible feedback we've got. And just once again, to keep this as fun, actionable, loose, enjoyable as possible. So just be aware of some big things coming And today's episode is jam packed, really big questions this week. And they're really fun questions. So I'm pretty stoked to get into it. But as always, we like to kick it off with a quote. For us, quotes mean a lot because they're little keys, little secret weapons you can keep in the back of your mind and you can use them for even me. Like when I don't want to do something well, think how you do anything is how you do everything. I shared that to our broadcast channel the other day because it always hits me. The second I want to take a shortcut, even to Chipotle, we love our Chipotle. The people are really cool there. They've given us a few deals. Somehow our bill was only $6 uh, yesterday for two Chipotle bowls with guac and double meat. So I'm not questioning it. So they, they hooked it up, which is pretty cool. But even the concept of when you want to leave and you're like, oh, there's a little bit of mess. I'm going to leave it. Kyle reached down, picked up all the garbage, wiped up the thing, and he made someone else's day better. And he said, by me being here, I'm going to clean this up to the best of my ability. You might be like, okay, well, that's ridiculous. But if you become that person who everything you do, you do it to the best of your capacity, you push yourself forward, you're going to have such an advantage over 
everyone else, well, not everyone else, but those who are trying to halfway get their way through life, who are just barely scraping by and taking pride in the mundane even I think is a great way to level up your journey as a whole to push forward to see incredible progress and just something that was on the top of the mind on top of my mind and that's not even my quote which is the funny thing and for my quote speaking of our media like me and Kyle have a lot going on so we have a calendar that helps us stay motivated on on track of what we need to film record podcasts Instagram Twitter YouTube all these other amazing things and one of the things we have for our clients is we have a private coaching group just for our clients which is absolutely amazing and it provides a community past just having a coach because we're really big on maximizing the micro as well as the macro and I love that community because there's just so much fire in there it inspires me each and every morning and we had a quote shared in that group which I think was absolutely fantastic and it's something my mind's actually been on and that quote is that first forget inspiration habit is more dependable habit will be with you whether you're inspired or not And that's from Octavia Butler. And I just loved it because I thought time and time again how each day I have a checklist of things I do. Some of them are mundane, some of them are simple. One of them is check the social media calendar. And it's easy to be like, oh, well, what's the importance of that? But if I'm not aware of it, I won't do it. There's other things like weigh in, meditate, like log food with your morning coffee. Like they seem so trivial and silly. And it seems like you never want to be that person that's just living a checklisted life. But these are the things that really hold my day together and it really makes sure my nutrition's on check, my mindset's on track, um, I'm ahead of where I need to be with my work, I'm maintaining great communication with my clients, with the people, our community, all these amazing things. And even for me, just that concept of habits has allowed me to have success through all the ebbs and flows of my life. So of having like jobs when I first started and trying to start a business from being in university to having a baby to doing all these different things. This is what a lot has allowed me to have constant success. And it's so easy to think, oh, inspiration, motivation. But the people that are really successful that have done major things, probably 1% of that is attributed to motivation or inspiration. More of it is from dedicated effort, consistency, discipline. And these are the tenets of what we like talking about on this podcast because we believe in it so passionately. So that's what I want to go ahead and share to start this episode. Now over to Kyle. My quote for this week is very simple, but I think it means a lot, and I feel like a lot of you can appreciate it and even maybe learn from it as well. Exercise because you love your body, not because you hate it. And this was actually shared from one of my clients, and I just, I really, really like it because I feel like a lot of times when we go on our fitness journey, we find so many different imperfections and we start to just pinpoint all the things we want to improve and look at different areas of our body. And uh, we'll talk about that actually after of how to specifically target them just in a, uh, you know, a future question, which is going to be awesome. But it is something that I think is so, so important to remember is that, you know, when we just do it from a perspective and just a point of just like, I love my body. I want to improve it. Um, I want to take care of it versus like, I hate it. That's why I want to improve it. Of course it can be motivational and it is always good to remind yourself that, man, I want to be better. Here's where I can improve. And I think that is absolutely incredible, but I do believe that coming from a love perspective ends up being a lot more positive and helps you just have much better reinforcement and just show up consistently because I'm at that point of my life and my journey where I'm just like, I just want to become stronger. You know, I I want to take care of myself because I love my body, what I've accomplished, everything that I want to improve versus like, I hate it here's how we got to improve it it's going to be hard to push through those tougher days when that's all you're focused on so once again exercise because you love your body not because you hate it now we're going to talk about some things that have been on our mind some thoughts uh, different things alongside that and 
for me, the first I would say is like even the benefit I'd say of taking the stairs. Right now I'm on the third floor. I'm not used to being on a third floor. My home, my house doesn't have very many stairs in it. So it's been a little bit of a challenge. And I feel like I'm climbing Mount Everest every time. Like I forget my key upstairs or something. But stairs are a fantastic way. Like don't dodge them, take them, face them head on. If there's an escalator and stairs, it's a nice little ability to add a little more activity in your day. Even the concept of just parking away. For me, I like it because I don't want to get doored. I don't like fighting to get in my car it annoys me so these little things do add up to quite a lot and then even just the concept of setting rules in your life and creating habits in your life if you always park away uh, is that going to do a lot for you one time absolutely not it's not going to be too special but if you do that over 80 years of your life think of how much extra movement you're getting how much more time outside all these different things and maybe you'll save a lot of money not having dinged up cars so different things like that but even for me that concept of habit i've really been reflecting on how can i establish effective habits so even with kyle that concept of us having a little social media meeting i know if we spend time trying to be creative and intentional and communicating we'll make better content because of it we'll have more excitement we'll have more drive we'll have more fire even recently like we've had a meeting where we feel like someone hasn't been very prepared and it's been a little flustering and just the concept of getting ahead of things and not being behind them. And a great way to do that is through habit. Like what can you do to hold yourself accountable to get something done every day? If you pre-log all your food, we shared a reel with this. We talked about this in the last episode. Every single day, if you make a habit of pre-logging and you have a note or something that pops up on your phone, you can think of the compound benefit you're gonna get by doing that consistently. If every morning you create a habit of going on a walk, the amount of extra steps, activity, joy, sunlight, all these incredible things and how that really can move the needle, so don't overlook the mundane or the simple actions, but because when they're done repetitively, you get that compound effect. That's where you get big, big change. And I know I've spoken on this a little bit, but it's just something I constantly am reminded of. And I constantly want to say, how can I build better habits? What's working with my habits? What could be improved? And that's really my main thought today. But past that, I'm pretty excited for our questions. I know we got some big ones, but I'm excited to hear what Kyle has to say. I think one thing that I got off of that and also what's been on my mind is just a little quote that I came up with here myself is you're never too good to become better. And I think sometimes people have a problem with it where they're just like, oh, like you should be okay with the habits you've built up and where you're at. And I just think for us, it's it's a never ending process of just like, how can we do things more optimized? How can we become better? How can we make our coaching process even better and get even better results? And the social media has been a big part of just our topic of discussion lately because even for us like I just I always get back to like the roots of like how can we just be so relatable to you guys online but also share so much value that it just honestly changes your life and then for those of you who come into the program it changes your life even more and so oftentimes we'll sit down and be like how can we create a better schedule a better more optimized approach and you know even like I shared in one of our um, emails so every Monday uh, I've missed one by accident but I will never do that again uh, once again just trying to become better every single week and every single day essentially but uh, I shared the concept of 20% better, which doesn't sound like, I mean, it does sound like a lot, but essentially even when we had decided uh, as of last week, I said, instead of doing five posts on Instagram, we're going to do six, right? That does not sound like a very big difference, but that's honestly incredible because that's 20% difference. And so when it comes down to your fitness journey, where can you find that extra one thing that is going to lead to 
to let's say 20% more results. We ended up posting seven times last week and we'll probably do the same this week because we have so much great stuff to share, but which is gonna be what 40% difference. So that's absolutely phenomenal, especially keeping it high quality as well. So just something to think about for you that might be an extra healthy meal, uh, an extra cardio session within your week, maybe an extra workout as well. But that one more concept can make such a big difference, especially when it's compounded over a certain period of time. Yeah, and speaking of success and just amazing results from constant wins and different actions, who do we have for our client shout out this week? So this week we have Mark, who's been crushing it with Coach Jason. He's actually even sent a few people our way to join you know, the program and get great results as well, which I really appreciate. And it's been phenomenal just seeing the success, everything Coach Jason has shared, just his positive mindset, his amazing work ethic. And you know, I, I honestly, I wish there was we could go on for every single person that we have here and just share the wins, but this would end up being a couple hours long um, or maybe even longer than that. But, you know, for this week, obviously we have Mark and he shared some of his greatest tips uh, along with, if you're watching on YouTube, you can see his transformation so far. We're still pushing towards that next goal and you know we're not done and that's a, a big part of your journey is still striving for more as I was saying before but even one of the biggest tips that he stood out to me here that he had shared uh, was utilize your coaches they have so much to offer there were times I needed extra motivation and Jason was always not only real but also answered all my questions and he shared obviously different tips, staying focused on your goals, put yourself in a position where you know you can hit your workouts and all that great stuff. So super proud of you, Mark. Um, make sure to check out our Instagram, follow us there because we are taking it to the next level. We have some big goals. We share our transformation every Monday there with the top tips, what they have to say about the program and all that great stuff. So super excited for this uh, shout out of the week. Now we're going to jump into the mailbag and we have some incredible questions. So I am fired up. I hope you are too. Let's jump into it with our first question, which is how can I grow a legging body part? When I started training glutes, I was happy and started to see progress, but that has since stalled and I haven't seen progress in over a year. Please give me tips to help. I work out five days a week, eat really healthy, recovery is great. What else can I do? And I love this question because it addressed some of the things I would say first, which is, are you being consistent? Are you doing enough workout volume? Is your recovery there? Is your diet right? So it's good to see all of these things are looking pretty good. And this is a question we get quite often, whether it be glutes, whether it be biceps, whether it be whatever it may be, your chest, an area that just does not seem to grow. So the first thing you do need to keep in mind is genetics. Some people will be blessed and they'll not even need to work out and they'll have really great glutes and other people will work out consistently, train hard and they'll still have a little bit of a pancake butt and they'll have to fight for it that much more. Once again, I've always used the example, Kyle has really naturally bigger shoulders, I have a big chest, my calves have never been my strong point, it's something I have to fight for those tiny little gains. But first thing I would definitely recommend if you're looking to increase a legging muscle group is ask yourself if you're actually training it efficiently and effectively. Glutes are a great example because we've had just dozens and dozens of people come in our program who have done every Instagram movement they've ever seen. They've tried everything under the sun, glute kickbacks, booty bands, every different little hack to grow those glutes. And they've seen no progress. And oftentimes it comes down to not doing the right motions and not actually pushing yourself to an adequate amount of work. So it's really easy to hide out doing like a glute kickback machine because it's gonna be hard to reach failure. It's hard to take it as serious. Whereas if you're doing a heavy squat, you're kind of forced to stand up with it. It's really going to challenge you. It's going to put you in that tough position, really heavy lunges, heavy RDLs, any of these things. And not just to say that you need to do heavy motions because doing lighter, really just 
good focused things to an adequate amount of failure will produce growth. Um, but the first thing I would say is make sure you're actually training hard. So we've used that example of at least an eight out of 10 difficulty, aim more towards a nine, whether it be for glute kickbacks, whether it be for squats, you need to be challenging yourself to lift heavy and to lift more weight. For any group, any muscle group, it's the same thing. The next piece of advice I would highly recommend is increasing frequency. If you're training glutes once a week, increase it to twice a week. If you're doing twice a week, try three times a week. This is like the most surefire way to bring up a legging muscle group. If it oftentimes comes down to programming, and that's where I love programming and I have such experience with it. People come to the program, I'll look at their physique, I'll look at their goals, and I'll be, they'll be like, okay, I want glutes. We'll increase that frequency and we'll really see that grow. We'll also see, oh wow, naturally they have a lot more developed quads, but hamstrings are really weak. We'll put more emphasis there because that's the issue of doing a generic program is it's gonna overemphasize things that might already be strong for you. Like if I create a program and it's just like a ton of shoulders, no chest, and I only do chest once a week because I naturally have a bigger chest, that's not gonna do well for Kyle. We're just gonna further his strength and we're gonna bring down his weakness more and we're gonna create more of a divide in his physique and take away from this balance that he wants. And that's where custom programming is so important. And if you're doing your own programming, at least you have a little bit more play to go about it. And then my other piece of advice, going back to the first thing I would say is like really avoiding the just exercise hopping, get strong in those exercises, spend times really learning how to do the right motions for glutes in particular. Like I said, heavy squats, I find produce a lot of growth. Um, front foot elevated lunges are absolutely fantastic, really heavy hip thrust and don't just do heavy, but sloppy and utilize seasons as well. I'm going to give a lot of random tips here because this is motivation Monday and it's a little bit looser. So what I mean by that is you can do a season where you're really slow contractions, three second negative, big squeeze, two second hold. You could do that and it'll be harder to increase weight because there'll be so much fatigue, so much time under tension, and those will be longer sets. Then after that, if you're plateauing out a bit, you could start to take away some of that time under tension, do a little faster, do a little heavier, and put a little more oomph into it. And maybe it won't be as perfect, but it will create a new challenge. It'll create new muscle tear. It'll help you develop. And you can see which works for you. Some people do really well from really slow controlled isolation training. And some people just respond amazingly just from heavy compounds, just getting after it, training heavy. And that's where you do need to experiment with your physique and really see what feels best. But doing that with increased frequency will definitely increase uh, just the development of any leg muscle group. And then if both those fail, the third surefire thing is to increase calories, obviously by doing more volume with it, training it with just more technique, more emphasis, and then increasing calories is gonna help you put on more muscle and also all the typical stuff, like making sure you're getting enough protein. But those would be my top tips. And once again, like we'd love to help you with this ourselves. And once again, if you want to be one of those four people to join for our glute gains special promo, and you want to be in this case study and you want to be that next person, as you've seen with our transformations, who has their glutes blow up, change your physique, have balance, really build a physique you're proud of, like a strong, sexy physique. This is absolutely for you. Don't miss out on this. It's a white glove service. We'll take care of everything, give you the instructions, the support you need to succeed. All you got to do is get out there and do the work nice and simple. So you can message us glute gains on Instagram, that Colossus Fit, C-O-L-O-S-S-U-S-F-I-T. But those are my tips. Let's hear what Kyle has to say. What I really like about this is like, we've helped so many people in this scenario just essentially go from good to great who have a great background. Obviously, if you're newer and you just work out really consistently, and even if you have like a pretty solid routine, I do believe you can get incredible results still, but there obviously comes that threshold and that point where it's like, 
what can I do further? And that's where this question is absolutely fantastic. Uh, even what I did notice about this question is, you know, the, uh, the point of I work out five days a week. Um, for a lot of people, that just means something very different. Uh, every morning on my walk, I walk past a gym. It's actually really cool. They have tons of plants. I love the aesthetic, but it's a CrossFit gym. And, um, you know, those people are training hard. They're, they're pushing themselves. That's awesome. But, you know, that workout versus what I see at Powerhouse Gym where people are just doing different things and just pushing overall volume and more specific targeted muscle groups, you know, the hip thrust, all these different things, those are very different types of workouts. And that's why one of my biggest things is just having something so dialed in between, like Josh said, the frequency, the right movements, like all of that stuff is really what's going to make the biggest difference versus someone who says, Hey, I work out, but then it's like a lot of metabolic conditioning where you're doing lots of cardio, but then you're doing tons of jump squats. And then you're doing some deadlifts for 20 reps with lighter weight. Like there's a very big difference between the two types of exercise. You know, both can be absolutely fantastic and beneficial for you, but especially if you're looking to improve your physique, the actual type of training, the specific sets, the heavy volume is going to make such a big difference. And even myself, um, I've started to implement a lot of these after it's been well over 10 years now. And I'm like, how do I get to that next level without harming my body by taking steroids like some people naturally would do? And these tips, like Josh said, the frequency, even now when I get up from a set of whatever, my goal is to be at a point where it's like, I think to myself, holy, that was, I need my rest. Like I deserve my rest. And I can't go right away and I'm pushing myself not till failure, but close to it for a lot of things like tricep pushdowns, like uh, lateral raises, these things that I never used to challenge myself as much with. And that's going to be one of my biggest tips for sure. And hopefully that helps you as well. Yeah. And be honest with yourself too. Like, are you making it a priority? For instance, with calves, like I, I'm at a point now where I've seen development in my calves where I'm happy with where they are, but they're still not a strength for me. Like if I was competing, I'd need to spend a lot more emphasis and I would do that. So I could ask myself, like, why I'm not starting my workouts with my calves? And yes, normally I advocate for compounds, but if something's so lagging and so weak, leaving it to the very end where you maybe skip it, you only put a little bit of time into it is not what's going to see that develop for a lot of men. Maybe do legs once a month. It's inconsistent. You're not going to see growth. If you do it every week, twice a week, three times a week, you're going to see way more development. It just makes more sense that way. And then are those sets actually tough enough for you? For me, I'll do calves sometimes in the past and I'm like, okay, that's good enough. And realistically, it's a six out of 10. I know I'm not going to see growth there. And a big part too, and one thing I love about being an online fitness coach is most oftentimes the barrier in front of you isn't that you don't know what to do. It's that you're not doing it. It's a common mistake for most people to get in shape. It really is quite simple. Eat healthier, eat less food, eat good quality food, have protein, work out, get good sleep. That's it. You'll have an amazing physique. You can turn the podcast off. You're done. You have the secret. But once again, as you get more into it, it becomes more intricate. There becomes more challenges. We have to overcome our own hesitations and limitations. And we have to ask yourself, we haven't seen that result. We either need to develop new habits or we need to have or we need to hire someone to get us to achieve them. And that is where it becomes a bit of a problem, but sometimes you gotta call yourself out. Even for me, I'm like, this is not being a priority. I should be doing at least six to eight sets of volume twice a week for my calves minimum to expect some degree of growth. And I've since made that change. I programmed them in more. I'm actually doing them three times now, as opposed to just once, probably for three sets. I'm not gonna see development with that. I know that. So you gotta ask yourself too, what do you know you're not doing that is holding you back from seeing your goal? 
How can you start doing it? How can you create systems of accountability to make sure you do it? And you'll find that that alone will create such amazing change for you. But as we go into our next question, I'm going to direct this one to Kyle because I think this is a fun one. I'm sure he'll have a lot to say about this. Just got asked this last week, which is amazing. And if you want to submit a question, hit us up in the DMs, the easiest way to do it. IG is at ColossusFit, C-O-L-O-S-S-U-S-F-I-T. But the question is, I actually do have some questions. I'm currently training for a marathon and hopefully a triathlon. I still want to build and keep my muscle while I'm training. Is that still possible? I'm looking to get super toned and still do well in both my events. Really good question, and I can relate to this quite well. So about three years ago, I did my first marathon. Last year, I did, or two years ago, I did an ultra marathon relay. So I did 75 kilometers in, uh, you know, less than 48 hours, which was a great challenge. And a lot of it wasn't that exact event, but more so the training leading up to it that is going to eat away at your muscle. So I say that pretty intensely because it 100% will be a big challenge. Uh, there's just really a couple different tips I have, but there's no true way around it. And there, there will be muscle loss, especially when it comes down to doing that much volume. And when you're doing those, especially for these types of events, marathon, triathlon, it is a lot. And it's not something where it's like you're doing a 5k or a, you know, five mile run or something like that, where it's pretty easily doable in terms of just the overall volume that you're doing um, to be able to get by without losing too much muscle. So I want to instead just say, hey, you're going to lose muscle. Instead of just saying that, I want to give you some more tips that I really focused on. Uh, looking back on those experiences, I don't have any fitness regrets, but I do wish I waited a little bit longer in my in my later years, I'd say, to essentially do that, especially because um, I spent 10 plus years building high quality muscle strength training like crazy doing all this great stuff and unfortunately i did lose quite a bit because you know the weeks got really hectic where i was doing about 80 kilometer weeks and it's it got really really challenging so now i'm in that phase where it's about building back and earning all that muscle that i built back naturally and so there's that i just want to share that um, but i know a lot of people have different goals just for me naturally i want to be bigger i want to be stronger i want to feel my absolute best in terms of just overall performance instead of just being like fast and lean like that's not a exactly my priority, but I know a lot of people that's totally cool. But in terms of muscle mass, I really want to encourage you to still make sure you're doing strength training, not just from an aesthetic point of view, but also from a performance point of view. I see so many people and I have this conversation very often. Hey, I'm training for this thing. It's taking up all my time. I can't make strength training work. I'm biking, I'm running, I'm swimming and all that stuff. I can't strength train. Those are the people that get injured the easiest. They're the people who don't actually perform as well because they're weaker in different areas. And when you think about it, even a leg day of strength training not only will help you aesthetically and help you maintain your muscle mass as best as possible, but it'll also help you perform better. And then the last two things that are super, super important is making sure you're getting enough protein. Uh, I know so many people will do all this. They'll train a ton and they're just not eating nearly enough protein to help maintain their muscle mass and also making sure that you're eating all the calories back, uh, especially based off of not losing muscle mass. If you're burning thousands of calories from your run, from everything else, and then you're eating just super low, you're just going to burn so much muscle mass and not be happy ultimately with your overall physique. You won't even exactly look toned because you'd be losing so much muscle as well. So train hard, strength training. I know it'll be hard. Some days you may have to double up. Some weekends may be a little bit more hectic, but I can assure you between training heavy with your strength training, eating enough protein and eating enough calories, you'll be in a good spot where you can maintain as much as possible, even if you're not exactly gaining muscle through that phase. 
Yeah, Kyle knocked that one out of the park. And another thing I'll say too, like a caveat, is there are tiers to like what muscle means. Like Kyle trained intense strength training, bodybuilding, powerlifting for 10 years. For him to maintain his full set of muscle would be quite an extreme. If you're just someone who just wants to look good, I see the keyword toned here. You could absolutely maintain like some muscle mass, some tone, especially using Kyle's tips. And that's where you gotta gauge where you want to put most of your effort. If you just wanna do a marathon, but muscle gain is your priority, um, definitely spend a lot of time doing that. Of course, maintaining a lot of muscle mass will impact your ability to be a great cardio athlete. And that's where you gotta really make those tough decisions of like, what is my priority? Where are my main efforts going? But I love Kyle's tips in general of really just maintaining that, especially from injury prevention and even just from general physique overall, like in terms of performance, aesthetics, everything. Like you should maintain a lifting regimen. Lifting has been proven through science time and time again to just be so important for a myriad of things and really make the quality of your lifting important. Don't just go to the gym a few times doing bicep curls and just little dinky things. Get in there, do the hard stuff, and let your body adapt upwards. I know Kyle maintained his compounds quite well, and I think that's the way he was able to hold as much muscle as he did. I know he would have liked to have even more. And just know things can be seasonal too, because even though, yes, Kyle definitely lost a ton of muscle, it's really great even to see now how he's put it back on going through a dedicated bulking phase, training heavy, and there's nothing that can be done that can't be undone. If right now you're in a season of your life where you're like, I'm doing triathlons, marathons, I'm loving that to death, there's no reason you can't get more into a bulk and build out your physique later and really gauge you wanna be a hybrid athlete. There are people that do both. There's always exceptions to the rules. So don't feel too pigeon held to like one goal. Life is long, you have a lot of time. Um, but I think Kyle answered that really, really well. So it was a fantastic question too. And any follow-up questions, we're always happy and we're here to answer. Now for our final question of the day, I love machine training, but hate working out on the cables. Do I need to use the cables to see progress or machines totally okay? So I have nothing against machines. The one negative of machines and one thing I like to educate people on is their fixed plane. So what that means is like think of a train. A train can only move on the train tracks. That's how machine operates. The negative with this is you're gonna only be strong in those patterns. That's not realistic. If I need to lift up something super heavy, it's not gonna be like a bench machine where I'm in this one motion. I could veer to the left, I could veer to the right, one arm could be stronger than the other. So it can create some imbalances and from an injury prevention standpoint, that's just not how we lift things in life. So that is where I would say there's a bit of a hesitancy, but when you take out that stability of the movement, it allows you to be stronger. So machines can be a great way to target a muscle to get really strong, but I personally do enjoy cables because they offer more challenge in that regard. And both are really good too, because you do have that extra fight on that eccentric portion of the rep, the negative, where you're fighting against it wanting to snap back. And I find that resistance is absolutely fantastic for building muscle. So I've said it before, but it always depends. I personally wouldn't advocate a routine fully loaded with just machines. I would definitely recommend spending the time to learn how to do free motion movements, whether it be body weight, whether it be with a dumbbell, a barbell, cables, like utilize the different tools in the gym. And if you look at mine and Kyle's routine, for instance, we'll start perhaps with a compound, we'll go to a machine, we'll go to dumbbells, we'll go to cables. We're using all these different tools. Everything in the gym is a tool that is at your disposal that you can either use well or not well. And I think you need to think through quite a lot of things. You need to think about physique development, safety, fatigue, timing, all these different things. Machines are really efficient because I can set up a bench press machine. I can pull the pin out and set it up in two seconds. For me to hit bench press, it gets a lot more nuanced and complicated. And theoretically, there is more 
opportunity for me to get injured. I've never been injured and I'm, it's because I'm careful, but I think don't let injury prevent you from ever learning how to do it. Start with the bar, just go light, learn with dumbbells, build that stability. And with machines too, you can really exaggerate pre limitations, if you will. So if one arm is really dominant over the other and you just do machines, that one arm can do 60, 70, 80% of the lift and that other arm can coast and you're just going to overdevelop that inefficiency. Whereas with dumbbells, if I'm pressing dumbbells or I'm doing cables, unilateral movements, if one side's really weak, I'm going to be hyper aware of it and it will give me the opportunity to address that. So that's where like machines are really good for truly new people, but I also like a mixture of them learning how to do those more advanced movements. And then later on, they're all great tools. And there's some really cool machines now. You can change positions of tension in the lift. There's like really just specific isolated machines. Some will move with your body so it feels like a more natural thing. There's some that we love, like I would actually only do over other things. I love the Atlantis, uh, it's called ISO lateral raise machine or something along that lines. And I just think it's fantastic. Yes, it's fixed plane, but they are still independent from each other. So I can't actually go forward or backwards, but in that plane, I still do need both arms to be consistent. And I find with that, I get incredible contractions. I've completely thrown away my lateral dumbbell raises because I just think that machine is so phenomenal. Great contractions, tears me up, great strength. I'm not too worried about my shoulder in that sense. I know I'm training it in a healthy manner from a lot of other things, but that is where, as we always say, it does depend, but utilize the different tools that are out there. They're out there for the reason. Anything you want to add, Kyle? Yeah, there's so many ways to do it. And even if you look at our routine, uh, pretty much every single time, it's some sort of compound with a heavy barbell movement. We've got a couple follow-up exercises with dumbbells. We have quite a bit of cables. I've just, I've really been enjoying cables and the contractions like Josh was saying, and then a bit of machines as well. Uh, the one thing I will say about machines is it's kind of easy to become lazy on them. I find that some people just sit there for forever and it's frustrating if you want to get one, but I find like I actually saw today, I've never seen it before. Well, I've seen it a few times, but just someone who is texting the whole time on it. I know sometimes on an adductor and abductor people do that, but it was on a, a hack squat. Um, if you try to do that with a barbell, there's no way like you're fully focused. You're going to overload for the most part. You're going to really pay attention because you have to, whereas the machines, it's so, so easy just to go through the motions and wonder why you're not seeing progress. So just keep in mind that they all have its purpose. Uh, they all have their pros. They all have their cons and having a good combination of all of it definitely makes such a difference. And once again, we'd love to help you have the most optimized routine based off of your situation. When you send us those photos, when you have these weaker muscle groups, when you're wondering what the heck do I do in the gym, it can be so challenging. And that's what we specialize in and we'd love to help you. So make sure to send us a message with the keyword glucanes and we will absolutely change your life. And to end this episode, one small request that would really mean the world if you take two seconds to do this. But when you take two seconds to do this, me and Kyle will be immensely thankful. If you can share this podcast, your Instagram story, this is going to help other people find the podcast. Even if you have three followers, that could be three people that lead a fitter, healthier, and happier life because you shared our podcast. And that also does help us grow. Tag us when you do it so we can reshare it so we can thank you. It really does mean a lot. And if you appreciate what we do and you like listening to our content, this would be one thing that would help us out so, so much. So once again, you can just click the dot, dot, dot. I think it's at the top right on Spotify or Apple. Share it to your story. 
other people will find it that way um, and you'll be helping your friends as well and it'll be a great example to help them lead a fitter healthier and happier life and we want to thank you for tuning in the questions were incredible we're really pumped uh, for the episodes to come like i said a lot of big changes coming so be fired up all great changes and we just want to thank you once again for tuning in today have a fantastic day peace out